A warm welcome to the Journey Visions podcast, a podcast series by the participants of the EIT Climate Cake Summer School. We aim at capturing the different visions and inspirations of our guests and their joint projects to fight climate change. This podcast strives to interconnect between the journeys, bring transparency into our learning, and share our common interests. We are Soham from the Vinovok Lisbon Paris journey and Leonie from the Northern Nights journey held in Gitron time. Today, we speak with one of our participants from the Madrid-Valencia journey, Estrella Garcia Gomez. Estrella, welcome to the podcast, and you are the first participant we have from the Madrid-Valencia journey. A little bit about Estrella now. She's from Spain, and she's currently studying in Denmark at DTU and pursuing her master's in chemical and biochemical engineering. She strongly believes that climate change can be solved through changes in eating habits. Estrella, tell us a bit more about your projects and how you see your projects uh, developing in the future. Because I strongly believe in education through solve uh, climate change, we, in our journey, we created a group that is actually de dedicated to this. So our group called uh, Climate Protection has launched uh, an Instagram profile and also a website into which we, where we aim to translate um, scientific reports which are quite complicated for the general public into um, an easy language in which everyone can understand them. So we are going to try to make them um, more visual and easy, and, in, and easy access and also in three languages, which is our aim to do so in, in Chinese, Spanish and English to reach more people. So we are quite happy and we are working to make our first post. Our idea is to make it about the... Um, Wave energy, because it's a quite unknown in the general public and it's very, very good. At least in countries like Spain, we have so much sea around us. So we are very happy and we'll be launching our first post really, really soon. So I'll let you know as soon as we have something there. Also, from my personal view, from my personal project, I, I'm working on a... A recycling platform, more than a platform, it's like a recycling circle where I work with the major and the institutions around where I live because I think many people doesn't know how to recycle and I was able to speak with a environmental um, politician in my region and she said that it's quite bad how we recycle around here and it's costing the, the population a lot of money because it's we, we have here a tax where it reflects on the garbage tax. So yeah, that's where I'm working with. And they were quite happy with the idea. So I'll keep going on it. So that's it. <laughs> wow, wisely chosen projects. And I have a question about that. Um, a very spontaneous question. So this group project, is there any possibility maybe for our listeners if they, if they feel like, oh, wow, I would like to participate in that um, to get in touch with you? We have on the webpage, we actually have a, a contact form. So we are already launched the English version. It's a um, global uh, climate protest slash my site English. So you can just, or you can search it online or through the Instagram account, which is a row uh, climate protection. Yeah, I don't know how to say the, the row in English. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, you can load there and through there you can go to the, uh, the the site and it's in English and we have already a, a form where you can suggest what kind of content would you like to see. 
which which is better for the general public to learn. Cool. Yeah, we will definitely uh, post these links in the show notes. Thank you for that. And now it's time to get to know you a little bit better, Estrella. And we want to do that through a so-called rapid fire round. What does that mean? Um, we were going to ask you um, a bunch of questions and you try to answer in maximum three words. Let's see how that works. Are you ready for that? Fire away. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. So Estrella, what is a place that you call home? My family and my friends. It's my place where I go home. Mm -hmm. What is your educational background? Engineering, food, and chemistry. <laughs> Can you describe yourself in three words? That's harder. I'm hard-headed. <laughs> I'm also quite friendly and happy. I'm a smiley person normally. <laughs> I can see it. She's smiling all the way. <laughs> Great. What was your role in your journey team? Oof. I know that's a hard one. <laughs> that's a hard one. The engineer one, I think I, there were two of us and we were the one pushing because of we have less time. So maybe the te technician, I was quite good with it. Online versions, yeah, that one. Mm -hmm. okay. the <laughs> well, you, you told us a little bit already that you um, care about like, eating habits and, and climate change. So my question would be, what is your most interest within the field of sustainable development? I actually really like design and food. This is where I'm trying to aim with my master. So design foods in order to make them more sustainable and less meat consuming, less um, animal consuming. So that will be my idea of uh, climate change. So go to a cleaner consumption, food consumption per se. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And is there any event that impacted you or that motivated you to become more engaged in this topic or in climate action, sustainable development in general? The opportunity to, to meet someone from Too Good To Go, which was awesome for me um, really? i'm quite quite a fan from the platform and there was one of the girls and, and she was speak, speaking to us about one new project they are launching in spain which is directly contacting two agricultures so i'm quite happy with that so and they are starting now in madrid so it's great that sounds interesting so to good to go if you're listening uh, we have a big fan here <laughs> Uh, another question I want to ask you is because the journey and uh, yeah our own journey is also about like visions and inspiration so I want to ask you if you have any biggest inspiration it can be a person a thing a celebrity a pet whatever what inspires you I actually found out that <clears throat> our environmental minister which is a woman is Teresa Rivera it's quite a person to be inspired with because she's doing the right things now, which is really great. So that will be my inspiration for me now. Maybe it will change sometime, but right, right now I'm quite happy with her. So yeah, that one. How was it when you started off your sustainability path? Was there, like, was there anything or anyone that inspired you? Maybe apart from the good to go person? Oof, maybe more or less it would be my parents, my father was an, my father was an agriculture and my mother was a, a teacher. So in both of them, there was like quite an education to be 
from my parent, my father's side was like not to throw away food, and from my mother's side was like she's a physics, physics, physics teacher, so she knew a lot of climate change when I was young. So between both of them, I grow to learn how to not be bad for the planet <laughs> in a way. So yeah, maybe both of them. That's great. Shout out to them. <laughs> Uh, and last but not least, I want to ask you if you have any favorite sustainability tool. Maybe it's a book or a podcast, a newsletter, website that you can recommend to our listeners to yeah, educate themselves further about sustainability, get inspired. I'm actually quite illiterate in what is reading about sustainable. So I would recommend that for those that don't know, it used to go to go up. It's a very good one. And that's one I would recommend. Um, there's also, I recommend you to follow the hashtags, which I normally do to get ideas, which is zero waste hashtag in Instagram. It's quite good. They have a lot of resources and you can find a lot of people there with really interesting things. So that would be a great recommendation for my part. And uh, yep, I think that's it. That's more or less what I do to find things I want to learn. <laughs> that's interesting. No, no one has ever said hashtags, but I think that's a great way in order to... <laughs> you know, follow the discourse on, on certain kind of topics. Thank you for that. Well, I hand over uh, to Zoham now because he has some more questions for you. We just always have questions for you three, I don't think. Uh, but the hashtag thing is really, really important. I, I could totally second that, especially the hashtag zero waste thing because I also use it for my project that's been working for a year now in Sweden. Estria, could you tell us a bit more about what has been your biggest takeaway from the journey. What do you mean about takeover? Uh, as in, what did you learn the most? What, what was the best part for you about the journey? For me, the best part was meeting people, although we really didn't meet anyone, but it was really nice to get to know each other. And I'm, I'm quite happy because most of my team was living in the northern part of Europe. So when I go back to, to Denmark, I'll be able to meet most of them. And also it was quite interesting to learn how much um, involvement has our government right now in climate change because it was quite surprised it was quite a surprise for me i was I really thought that no one was doing anything in Spain and so I was really really happy to learn so yeah and and what do you think could have been done better if there was something that could have been done much better I think the worst part for me was that we have a, a session in the first week speaking about the, something that was also repeated in the second week. So that one speaks a little bit of miscoordination for me. So, so uncoordination in between the both weeks uh, um, organizers. But that could, be have, could have been done better. And also some of the experts were not really so approachable from what I see. So maybe finding someone who was more approachable, more easy to speak with, or whose um, background is more related to what we were doing. So that was one thing I was mm, not so happy about. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. And I could totally understand. Also, this was a historic journey because uh, it's the first time it's been done online. And I think it was a huge learning process, not just for us participants, but also, you know, people who organized it, the, the hosts, the coaches, the professors from different places. So I could totally relate to that. And I was also wondering, 
uh, for your project because it's so interesting. What impact do you think it has? Uh, it could have on the people, or, or the potential impact at the moment that it could have on on the people who follow uh, your Instagram thing and also your project in general. So we are aware that um, we are a small account and we have to grow. So we we are. Uh, promoting it through the participants of the journey first because otherwise it's really hard to reach people um, it's really hard to reach those people who do not want to learn about climate change which is who are we aiming to so our idea is um, to use hashtag actually to infiltrate web page like Adidas or I don't know if things where left, uh, right, right way people more or less will see. So that's how we try to reach uh, them. And to make it interesting, it's at least at the, at the end the, the idea, because otherwise if you just put a, a bunch of letters in a post, it's like everyone's post. So our idea is to make a video, make a gift, uh, make something that is more visual, so it attracts more, more people to read the description, which is where most of the information will be. So yeah, that would be our aim and how we want to reach them. And the kind of people we want to reach is everyone because everyone should know about climate change. So we'll start small and then grow. That's, that's our idea. <laughs> the other thing is that we achieve that. Absolutely. And, and I, we really hope that, that you achieve it and because it's, it's, it's a really interesting project because we need that amount of community activation. Uh, now moving on to a few different topics. How do you think uh, you could recommend uh, stuff to people who could, uh, young people who want to engage with climate action? So what would be your tips for them? How to go about it? How to make that initial start? Okay, from my point of view, to start, is to have, it has to be something that you do normally, but it has to be something really small. So you start small and then you grow from there. For example, you start thinking, okay, where does my food come from? Or, how many packages do I'm going to use for this food? Can I use less? And if you can, do so. So start really small steps that affect your personal life. And then once you have achieved those personal steps, you can try to teach someone around you, like your parents, so they do the same things as you do. And small steps will grow into bigger ones, and then you will achieve much much more change so that's my um advice to young people start small for our listeners that's that's a very important incentive to have to start small and then you can grow from there and also i think to finding your tribe the people around you it's very very important i'll hand it over to leonie now so that she can play a little game with you probably yes i will because i want to know a bit more about your vision so i will ask you some uh, either or questions and they will mostly be related to food and um, don't hesitate to like explain very shortly your choices maybe because I find it very interesting what you will choose. I will give you two alternatives and uh, try not to think a lot about it just whatever sticks to your mind first you, you can just shout it out. Are you ready for that? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, first one is vegan or vegetarian? Vegetarian. I, I really love food. I really love cheese and it's really hard to me to leave it behind. I'm trying, I'm trying to, but it's really hard. 
And my next question would have been cheese or no cheese, but now this question is already answered, I guess. <laughs> uh, I try to eat less cow cheese because I know it's very polluting. So I try to eat more goat or which is less polluting. And I actually really like more, but it's hard to leave cheese behind for me. Oh, I can totally relate to that. So do you prefer organic or local then? I actually prefer local, but local organic. <laughs> no, I totally prefer local because I know something organic produced in, in America and brought to Spain is not organic at all. So mm -hmm. organic is not so good sometimes. So yeah, you have to look where it's produced. Mm -hmm. Maybe a similar question. What about chocolate or avocado? Mm. I actually really like both of them a lot, but I would choose avocado. I'm quite fine of guacamole, so mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you even grow uh, avocado in Spain? I don't. They actually do grow avocados in Spain. They started wow. some years ago. Yes, I was surprised. And so yes, I, I know that I don't know if the ones I buy are from here or from Germany, but I they are growing them in Spain now. So they are smaller. Actually, they are not the big ones that you see in in in. Um, Uh, Caribbean regions but they're good they're pretty good great so you can eat them locally <laughs> that's perfect and when it comes to milk do you prefer soya or oat milk Oof, oat milk I detest soya milk <laughs> it's awful <laughs> what about tea or coffee tea fruit tea I I normally don't drink coffee unless I eat too much food I, I drink it after eating but only tea Fun fact, it's also better for your water yeah, footprint, by the way. <laughs> yeah, maybe the last question, a very sweet question. What about pancake or wafers? Pancakes. pancakes. You can put wherever you want on pancakes. It's, it's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I'm totally on your side. <laughs> All right, then. Thank you for these choices. And uh, to, to round this up, Maybe you can uh, talk a little bit about your vision for 2030. It doesn't need to be only about food, but maybe uh, if you want to focus on that, you can do that as well. So what should the world look like in your opinion? What would, the, what would be the ideal? The ideal would be look cleaner with no face mask like right now, but no, in serious, uh, I think it should be cleaner, really, really cleaner. And, I hope for a more conscious society. That's where I want for 2030. I want to see my neighbors throw the garbage where it should go. And I want to see much more or less garbage in the bin every day. So that's where I want for 2030. A, a, a society that is working toward 2050 in regards to climate change goals. Yeah, that will be where I want to see in 2030. That's a very, very noble thought, Estrella. And, and I could totally relate to that. It's very important to limit our garbage to as minimum as we could. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We really appreciate your feedback on our social media channels. And of course, you can get in touch with us if you want to be a part of this podcast as a participant. Thank you, S3, again. And good luck with your project. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much to you. It's been amazing knowing you. So thank you. Bye. <laughs>